Hello and welcome to D&D Learning the Game. I'm your host, Jason DM, and today we are going to be talking about halflings. So I'm going to be reading from the player's handbook to begin with, and then at the end I'll give a little bit of information about the race, any notes that you need to take on your character sheet, and we'll see where things go after that. Um, So if you're uh, wanting to read along, it will be page 26 of the player's handbook, and it begins halfling. The comforts of home are the goals of most halflings, lives. A place to settle in peace and quiet, far from marauding monsters and clashing armies, a blazing fire and a generous meal, fine drink and fine conversation. Though some halflings live out their days in remote agricultural communities, others form nomadic bands that travel constantly, lured by the open road and the wide horizon to discover the wonders of new lands and people. But even these wanderers love peace, food, hearth and home, though home might be a wagon jostling along a dirt road or a raft floating downriver. Small and practical. The diminutive halflings survive in a world full of larger creatures by avoiding notice or, barring that, avoiding offence. Standing about three feet tall, they appear relatively harmless and so have managed to survive for centuries in the shadow of empires and on the edges of wars and political strife. They are inclined to be stout, weighing between 40 and 45 pounds. Halfling's skin ranges from tan to pale, with a ruddy cast and their hair is usually brown or sandy brown and wavy. They have brown or hazel eyes. Halfling men often sport long sideburns, but beards are rare among them and moustaches even more so. They like to wear simple, comfortable, practical clothes favouring bright colours. Halfling practicality extends beyond their clothing. They're concerned with basic needs and simple pleasures and have little use for ostentation. Even the wealthiest of halflings keep their treasures locked in a cellar rather than on display for all to see. They have a knack for finding the most straightforward solution to a problem and have little patience for dithering. Kind and curious. Halflings are an affable and cheerful people. They cherish the bonds of family and friendship as well as the comforts of hearth and home harbouring few dreams of gold and glory. Even adventurers among them usually venture into the world for reasons of community, friendship, wanderlust or curiosity. They love discovering new things, even simple things such as an exotic food or an unfamiliar style of clothing. Halflings are easily moved to pity and hate to see any living thing suffer. They are generous, happily sharing what they have, even in lean times. Blend into the crowd. Halflings are adept at fitting into a community of humans, dwarfs or elves, making themselves valuable and welcome. The combination of their inherent stealth and their unassuming nature helps halflings to avoid unwanted attention. Halflings work readily with others and they are loyal to their friends, 
whether halfling or otherwise. They can display remarkable ferocity with when their friends, families or communities are threatened. Pastoral pleasantries. Most halflings live in small, peaceful communities with large farm, farms and well-kept groves. They rarely build kingdoms of their own or even hold much land beyond their quiet shires. They typically don't recognise any sort of halfling nobility or royalty, instead looking to family elders to guide them. Families preserve their traditional ways despite the rise and fall of empires. Many halflings live among other races, where the halflings' hard work and loyal outlook offer them abundant rewards and creature comforts. Some halfling communities travel as a way of life, driving wagons or guiding boats from place to place and maintaining no permanent home. Exploring opportunities. Halflings usually set out on adventure on an adventurer's path to defend their communities, support their friends or explore a wide and wonder-filled world. For them, adventuring is less a career than an opportunity or something a necessity. Halfling names. A halfling has a given name, a family name, and possibly a nickname. Family names are often nicknames that stuck so tenaciously they have been passed down through generations. So male names. Alton, Ander, Cade, Corin, Eldon, Eric, Finan, Garrett, Lindell, Lyle, Merrick, Milo, Osborne, Perrin, Reed. Roscoe Welby. Female names Andre, Bree, Callie, Cora, Jillian, Kithri, Lavinia, Lida, Merla, Neda, Pela, Portia, Shana, Trim, Vanny, Vera. And family names would be things like Brush Gatherer, Good Barrel, Green Bottle, High Hill, Hill Topple, Lee Gallo, Teal Leaf, Tea Leaf, Thorn Gage, Toss Cobble, <laughs> Underbro. <laughs> Those names are good. Um, and then Halfling Traits. So this is stuff for you to probably take a note on your character sheet. Your Halfling character has a number of traits in common with all other Halflings. So Ability Score Increase. Your Dexterity Score Increases by 2. So take a note of that on your character sheet. The age of your halfling. A halfling reaches adulthood at the age of 20 and generally lives into the middle of his or her second century. Alignment. Most halflings are lawful good, as a rule. They are good-hearted and kind, uh, hate to see others in pain and have no tolerance for oppression. They are also very orderly and traditional, leaning heavily on the support of their community and the comfort of their old ways. Size. Halflings average about three feet tall and weigh about 40 pounds, so your size is small. You can take a note of that on your, your character sheet as well. Speed. Your walking base speed is 25 feet, so take a note of that. Lucky. When you roll a one on the d20 for an attack roll, ability check, or saving throw, you can re-roll the dice and must use the new roll. Take a note of that 
it's probably the most powerful ability that you'll have as a halfling. So make sure that you remember that whenever you're rolling a d20 for whatever that you're doing. Ability checks, attack rolls, etc. Brave. You have advantage on saving throws against being frightened. Take another note of that as well. Halfling nimbleness. You can move through the space of any creature that is of a size larger than yours. Languages. You can speak, read and write common and halfling. The halfling language isn't secret, but halflings are loath to share it with others. They write very little, so they don't have a rich body of literature. Their oral tradition, however, is very strong. Almost all halflings speak common to converse with the people in whose lands they dwell or through which they are travelling. Subrace. There are two kinds of halfling. Lightfoot and Stout are more likely close-related families than true subraces. Choose one of the subraces. So, Lightfoot. As a Lightfoot halfling, you can easily hide from notice, even using other people as cover. You're inclined to be affable and get along well with others. In the Forgotten Realms, Lightfoot halflings have spread the farthest and thus are the most common variety. Lightfoot's are more prone to wanderlust than other halflings and often dwell alongside other races or take up a nomadic life. In the world of Greyhawk, these halflings are called Harefeet or Tall Fellows. Ability score. So your charisma score increases by one. Take a note of that if you're choosing Lightfoot. And then naturally stealthy, you can attempt to hide even when you're obscured only by a creature that is at least one size larger than yourself. Stout. As a stout halfling, you're harder than average and have some resilience, resistance to poison. Some say that stouts have dwarven blood. In the Forgotten Round realms, <laughs> these halflings are called strong hearts and they're most common in the south. So your ability score increases, your constitution score increases by one. And stout resilience, you have advantage on saving throws against poison and you have resistance against poison damage. And that's it. That is all the information that the book gives over about halflings when you're picking this this race. And then even the sub-races as well. So I would recommend that if, if you're wanting to look further, you wouldn't be doing yourself any harm by looking online to see if there's any other variants of halflings that you could uh, play about with. Um, the Lightfoot and the Stout won't be the only versions. So if I was having to suggest um, what you would do with a, a halfling, probably a thief. Um, the Lightfoot is screaming out there. With your dexterity increase of two, you're naturally going to be more dexterous, which does go hand in hand with being a, a stealthy character. So if you're being a thief assassin, for instance, and then if you go if you become a lightfoot, your charisma score score increases, which is always handy for when you're in social situations, as well as you're naturally stealthy, so you can attempt to hide even when you're obscured only by a creature that is at least one size larger than you. Very powerful to have again you can use that in combination with your lucky, um, where if you roll a one in your attempt to hide, you will get another reroll, which 
doubles your chances. It means that you're fi- if you roll a one, you'll have a fifty percent increase on the on your probability of succeeding, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, but it's it's worth noting that if you're going to play a halfling, you you wouldn't naturally think that halflings are going to be amazing fighters. But by no means that you you can't create an amazing you know fighter or paladin halfling. Go for it. But I would really, if if you're wanting to play to your strengths, which is always something that I try to recommend in all of these episodes for new players, play to your strengths. Play to to what you're going to contribute to in the party. So you've got to think, right, I'm going to be, if I'm picking a halfling, what, what can I naturally be good at? I'm going to be, if I pick a light foot, I'm going to be pretty good at talking probably with my charisma increase but I'm also going to be lucky and I'll also be um, I'll have good dexterity so it means that you're more likely to be better if you choose to be someone like a thief for instance you're you're more likely to succeed it doesn't mean that you will at every turn but it, it's just you're increasing your chances um, as well as halfling nimbleness you can move through the space of any creature that is of a size larger than yours. So it means that you've, you can suddenly get into smaller spaces that maybe a human would get stuck in, for instance. Again, a very good thief trait. Um, and you can't be frightened. So it means that if anyone tries to do any intimidation on you, it, it means that you'll be able to succeed it. You'll, you'll get an advantage on saving throws against being frightened. Pretty standard in terms of uh, a race. It would be always worth noting on your your sheet as well that you can speak halfling. I don't see it coming into play that much in games. It just never gets mentioned. But that's more down to the DM's fault than than any players. It's always worth having a note of it there. And if if you've got it noted on your sheet, it might prompt you as well to mention that you're going to speak to the other halfling in halfling so that certain characters can't understand what you're saying. Um, so it's, it's always worth having. It's kind of like Thieves Can't. Um, it's always worth having in the back pocket, just in case you need it for during social situations or you, you, you want to build trust amongst someone who is the same race as you, for instance. Um, so yeah. I think that's covered pretty much everything that we need to cover for Halflings. Short episode today, but there's nothing more that we need to really go into with the the, the Halfling race. I've told you everything to take a note off for on your character sheet, and that's it. So if you're wanting to follow along for any future episodes, please don't forget to add me on Twitter. Uh, you can add my Twitter handle. It is at JasonDM14, and you can also find me on youtube as well it's just jason dm on there i also put links to uh, each different thing so if you're watching on youtube i'll link to the the podcast and if you're listening on the podcast i'll link to the youtube as well but other than that uh thank you to everyone for listening along and following um it's much appreciated i hope you're having a wonderful day take care bye bye <laughs>